to me, self-care is really just an experiment. It's your experiment with yourself, how, how to create the most self-love, how to create the happiest, healthiest version of yourself. It's really, it's the same thing as wellness or well-being. It's all your tools. It's your toolkit. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Not Another Wellness Podcast. So happy and blessed to have you here today. Man, this has been a long time coming. It's been about a month since I put up an episode, and there's so many reasons for that. Um, so I guess I'll kind of go into that. Let's talk about it. Let's um, let's go there. So the past month, I've been doing a lot of self-work. And what is self-work, and why am I telling you about it, and why is that important? For me, I've been spending time with my family, and I've been doing a lot of work in terms of wellness and and introspection, meditating, journaling, preparing myself for a really big change and allowing myself to feel all the things that come with change. A lot of it is uncertainty, excitement. Man, I've been so over the moon excited recently for this change that's happening. And the change is that I'm moving to Colorado in a week from tomorrow. So I'm packing up my little Subaru, which in itself has been so interesting because I've gotten rid of so much crap that I don't need. I've donated clothes. I've thrown out things that don't have any meaning that I've held space in my life. It feels so good to be able to do that, to clear out your space. And for me, it's like my childhood home, my bedroom. I mean, I've left and come back several times, but this has always been my home base. So I'm, I'm clearing out the space. I'm moving to Denver for hard goodbyes and, and difficult changes and also fun adventures and being really open to the timing of this. I think I chose to move for a reason, and it's something I've wanted to do for many years and thought that it was never the right time or that I should be near my family and I should focus on a career And I kind of dabbled in that a little bit, and I love my family to death. They're the most important people in my life. But I also know that this is the most important thing I can do for myself. So it kind of hit me July 1st. Um, After some traveling in June and just doing a lot of growth and, and again, self-work and just digging deep to try to figure out who Natalie Dondra is and what matters to her, what's important. Um, I think this podcast has helped me a lot with that. It's helped me talk to people that seem to move in the direction, their passion, their, their wellness, their well-being, their whatever it is for them. And it's just inspired me to find that and to dig deeper and to stop trying so hard to fit in with people that maybe aren't my people and stop pushing myself in a direction that maybe isn't my direction to go. So that's, what's been happening and since in July 1st I gave myself a moving date I took my idea to move to Colorado in August and I gave myself a date thanks to one of my coworkers, actually who kind of sat me down and was like look you can talk about this forever or you can make a plan and are you ready to make a plan and I was like yeah I'm ready totally ready and that date is next week so here we go and I think, I don't think it's hit me at all that I'm actually doing this. And I think it will hit me more when I'm there. But I'm just really 
working on opening myself, on letting go of my past, letting go of anything that's that's been difficult for me, acknowledging it, giving it space, and like releasing it, which is something I haven't been good at. I'm really good at holding things inside and um, pretending that everything's fine all the time. I had an amazing Reiki session last weekend with Dinah Reyes, who is from my second episode ever of this podcast. Dinah's become a really good friend and kind of like a spiritual guide for me. I'm really, really sad that I'm going to be moving away from her, but it brought up a lot of emotions and a lot of feelings, a lot of things I needed to resolve before I could leave. So grateful for that. If you haven't done Reiki, um, if you wanted more information on Reiki, check out my episode two. It's a lot about Dinah's life and how she realized she was going to become a Reiki master. And then there's, you can contact Dinah through that, through the notes, the show notes. Um, her information's there for you. Definitely recommend it. So that's the big news. And then this episode is the self-care episode. And I had this amazing conversation about 12 days ago with Kelly Ingram from Inner Light Wellness. And I, it's so sad. I think Kelly and I would be like best friends if I weren't moving. And um, timing is kind of funny with that. But we sat down and, and talked all about this business of hers. Inner Light Wellness in Darien, Connecticut is an infrared sauna and wellness boutique. I'm going to call it that. We, we didn't really decide exactly how to, how to call the space because it has saunas. Um, it has three saunas. It has an amazing little sh- gift shop in the front, all about self-care. Every product was made and designed by a woman in the U.S. You have to go check it out. You're going to want to buy everything, I promise. And we talk a lot about self-care in terms of just being gentle with yourself and allowing there to be, giving, being patient with yourself, allowing you know, for there to be times where you don't do the things you need to and it's okay and just kind of trusting the process. So very grateful, Kelly. Thanks so much for your time and I hope you guys like this interview. Here you go. Kelly, hi, how are you? Good. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so happy we could connect, you know, after um, a few months of... Uh, yeah, we've been emailing <laughs> for a while now. <laughs> but it's good. We're here. This is the right time. That's how it works. So we're going to talk about inner light wellness and infrared saunas, but before we get into your business specifically, how did you first encounter infrared saunas and what are they? I think I first read about infrared saunas on literally Goop or something, you know, and it was kind of love at first sight. I had never been in one, and I remember being like, I need one of these right now. Like, can I have one of them for Christmas? Like, we need one in our house. <laughs> and my husband, or who's, I think it was my boyfriend at the time, he was like, you're insane. You've never <laughs> been in one before. Then I, you know, Googled local places, and I tried one out, and I really enjoyed it. And then it was really two winters ago, so like the winter of 2000. 2016 into 2017 I started going really consistently to a place in Norwalk more than anything what it was for me was having a second to myself and relaxing and really having that time for introspection and I was in an infrared sauna and I just kind of had the idea for inner light and went with it so what um, are infrared saunas 
Infrared light is an invisible wavelength on the spectrum of light. So it's natural. It comes from the sun. It comes from everything, actually. You know, it's what our bodies perceive as heat. It's just past red on the scale. It's, it's just past there. What you first can't see is where infrared light, this, the spectrum, begins. Um, so it's been used since, I think, NASA first used it. Um, and then it's been used like in incubators for babies, for skin healing, in different small ways for a long time now. I think infrared saunas themselves are a little newer, but it's kind of an old technology. And obviously heat is an incredibly old technology. It's mm -hmm. ancient to use heat to induce a fever, basically to help cleanse the body. Is been since ancient Rome, ancient Greece ancient Egypt been something we've done forever Scandinavia oh, wow. Russia every culture really has um, different types of sauna or Native American sweat lodges that they use heat as a healing modality when you have a fever everything's kind of like working in overdrive so yeah a fever is a, a fever is your body trying to heal itself a fever is a good thing Actually, like, now that I have babies, like, sometimes, you know, when your baby has, like, a slight fever, obviously you want to go to the doctor, but it's a good thing that the body is, like, healing itself. Right. That's its mm -hmm. defense mechanism. Yeah. Were you always interested in wellness in general, would you say? Yes. I would say probably sometime around, like, in college, I started to get really interested in wellness. Um, my sister had been a vegetarian since, like, middle school for no particular reason she just didn't like meat but my mom had spent a lot of time you know cooking different meals for us and you know buying a lot of books on vegetarianism and it was like one summer in college I started reading them and I just decided to go vegan and that's kind of the way that I got into wellness and then I felt the pressure to do a normal corporate career, and so I did that right out of the gate. I worked in corporate communications for a firm in the city that does, like, M&A and is very, very financy, very not me. I was always kind of doing my own wellness thing on the side, continuing to read books and educate myself. So then talk me through um, leaving corporate America in New York City. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was super lost and confused for a really long time. I felt a lot of pressure to do something corporate, and I took my GMATs, and I failed really badly, and I um, interviewed in different finance places. I thought of a million different careers, career as in like a linear path that like someone has blazed before, and I thought that that's the only way to do it, and it's not. And Thank you. <laughs> I, um, I, so I started thinking of what are other things I like to do, and I found interior design. I've always been really interested in interiors, and, you know, that was a, like, path, right? Yeah. And so I pursued that path by getting a job at One King's Lane, which, do you yeah. remember One King's Lane? Yeah. Yeah. They're still around, but they were... Um, back then like a huge like really up and coming um startup um and it was so fun working there I loved it I was a furniture buyer so it was kind of more of a merchandising role but it was like my I thought I saw it as my stepping stone into interior design and from there I got a job with an interior designer here in Connecticut who treated me like shit and was super nasty to me which was such a learning experience 
I definitely had really low self-worth at the time to let anyone treat me like that. So I quit that and I still didn't know what I wanted to do. I was too afraid to do interior design for myself and go out on my own. I felt like I didn't have enough training. Again, that's not true. You can do whatever you want without a degree or training as long as you're talented and you put in hard work and believe in yourself. You're confident, yeah. Exactly. Um, So then I worked for an entrepreneur in Greenwich who was building a startup and I worked with him which was great and then I worked for an entrepreneur my friend who has a jewelry company and both of those experiences were wonderful in that it kind of was like my training ground all in the meantime I was you know learning more about self-care and learning more about wellness and spirituality and doing a lot of deep self-work that was kind of like my real work which led me to starting Inner Light. So how long have, has Inner Light been open? Since a year. So I had the idea in January. And at the time, I had actually left working for my friend who's a jewelry designer and was doing interior design on my own. And I was, you know, getting clients and I was doing well. I knew deep down that for me, some people, for some people, like, creating beauty is their purpose and their passion. And there's so much to be said for, especially in interiors, um, you know, bringing someone's home to life and making it feel like a sanctuary for them. But I knew for me that wasn't my purpose. So I just kind of put it out there into the universe. I was, you know, studying manifestation and doing a lot of deep self-work about limiting beliefs. And I put it out there, hey, I know this isn't for me. What is, what is it? I don't know. And it literally kind of just came to me and then was like a magnet. It was just momentum. I just had the idea and then next year wrote a business plan and step by step, here we are. So like six months later. Yeah, like six months later. You opened Mm -hmm. the space that we're in now, which is so aesthetically pleasing in every single way. So the graphic, not the graphic design, the interior design background makes so much sense and it's like... I mean, Instagram is beautiful. Everything you post is so, has such a good vibe and Thank such a good you. like color and it's bright and it's like, and then Inner Light Wellness, I mean, you couldn't have picked a better name if you asked me. So like, Thank you. where did that come from? How did you get it? It came to me in that like first day, like session sitting in there, sitting in the sauna, the name just came to me and um, I ended up. My dad was the CEO of a finance company for 12 years and is a very successful businessman. So I brought my business plan to him and I was like, what do you think? Um, And I was like shocked when he was like, I actually think this is a really good idea. And I was, you know, gearing up to get a loan from the bank. You know, we had just bought a house and got a mortgage and everything. So I was like, okay, let's do this. My husband was totally behind me. And then my dad ended up financing me. I remember telling him the name Inner Light and he was like, "Uh, I don't know, but it just persisted. It wouldn't go away. And so it was just momentum. I like the way you describe that. Like once you got the first step, everything kind of got the ball rolling and literally moving you towards this goal. Yeah, it really was like that. It was just pure magnetism. And it wasn't easy. There was like a lot more to it (laughs) than I ever thought, like dealing with planning and zoning. Like I knew I'd have to find a space and do construction and like that's always hard. But like I had just, I'd renovated homes before I had renovated my own house. So like, that I was prepared for it's always more stressful than you think it'll be but um 
I had to do all this, like, all the planning and zoning. It was, like, a multi-month-long process. We had to, like, apply to the state for a handicap exemption because, well, we've done as much as we can to make it as handicap accessible as possible in here. Like, one of our rooms is extra large, but the saunas themselves don't have ramps, etc. So I had to apply to the state for that. Like, there's just so many little things that go into opening a small business that Being you don't legal. think about. Yeah. It was momentum, for sure. Yeah. And then what are the benefits of putting yourself in this these saunas like so what, our saunas are full spectrum infrared saunas and it's basically like a beautiful little wooden box with the glass front just to give people kind of a visual ours are two per they're sized for two people you could probably fit three people in there like easily but um we all of our rooms are private so you come in for your own private session just one person and the great thing about infrared is that it can have benefits from everyone to someone who's just looking for day-to-day, you know, increasing their own health and wellness, who's already super well, or to someone with a really severe chronic illness. So infrared basically boosts your circulation in your body. Um, it's like the same benefit as a light jog in terms of the circulation that goes throughout mm-hmm. and it reduces the inflammation in your body um it's great for your skin it's great for sore joints it treats pain it treats um fatigue it's really great for fatigue it's great for depression it releases all those feel-good chemicals in your brain like serotonin oxytocin it just makes you feel really good so it's good for seasonal affective disorder and it helps your body detoxify so you're detoxifying through sweat and all of your pathways so our bodies are built to detoxify a lot of the criticism that you'll see out there of infrared or any you know thing that claims to detoxify you will be doctors saying you know our bodies are built to detoxify and that's totally true our liver our adrenals our kidneys everything in our body is built to detoxify us we shouldn't need anything extra but (laughs) we live in a super toxic world these days and there's so much coming at us and so that's why we need tools like Infrared. infrared to help us detoxify and um be as healthy as possible so it's great for heavy if you have heavy metals um chronic illnesses like we have so many people with lyme disease that come here crohn's disease um serious inflammation related illnesses like that that find a lot of relief is there anyone who shouldn't use saunas so shouldn't use saunas would be the very young and the very old okay because when you're very young or elderly your body doesn't regulate its own temperature as well and so you can overheat um so we you know don't let anyone under the age of 16 just because you know if you want to use infrared with your child in the safety of your own home that's totally fine but um you just have to watch them closely because they can get overheated and then there's certain illnesses and medications like MS, people with MS, a lot of people can't use infrared saunas or be in any kind of extreme heat. And I always tell people to clear it with your doctor if you have any kind of condition. Any questions? Yeah. What are some of the most common questions people come in? Questions. People generally just want to know the benefits, which we talked about. They want to know if they're going to sweat. And I always tell them that it totally depends on the day and on you and on your body. The first few times I did it, I didn't sweat at all. And the sweat isn't a direct indication of how much you're detoxifying or what you're getting. People want to see 
for everything, right? They want to see what they're paying for and see the benefits, but, you know, it definitely takes time and it can differ from um, session to session. We offer two sessions, a 25-minute session, and, and you can stay in the saunas for however long you want, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, just as long as you get changed in and out, and then we keep that extra five minutes to clean the saunas in between sessions, or a 55-minute, same thing. So oh. if you do a 55-minute, you can stay in for 30 minutes or for 45. It's totally up to you. Um, right. Exactly. So, you know, if you you could do the longer session once a week or twice a week, you can do it every day. It's very gentle. So mm-hmm. it's something that you can do every day. Um, yeah. It really depends on the person. And I love that I've seen your sauna talks, first of all. Um, shout out to your Instagram again. But um, talk about the lights, too. Oh, so each of our saunas have chromotherapy, which is a fancy word for just color therapy. So... Um, colors have everything is energy we're all energy we're actually 99.99999 percent energy and only a tiny fraction matter so color is a vibration at the end of the day and it can affect you in many different ways it's kind of simple we all know that colors affect us and affect our moods Mm -hmm. so that's why we have like favorite colors the ones that we go to when we're exactly whatever exactly so um, you know, red, I, I like to link them to the chakras because I find that really easy, but I think I forget that a lot of people don't know yeah, maybe <laughs> the not. chakra system, True. but yeah. basically, you know, it's when you think of color, diff- the things that are associated with each color are again, ancient red is money, power, security, home, root chakra, family, tribe. And then, you know, yellow is your solar plexus, which is your authentic power. It's happiness, it's joy, it's fear, it's anxiety. So every color, everything in our world is polarity, is duality. Um, Green, our favorite color is, you know, balance, love, your heart chakra. I'm partial to green as well, I will say. So then there's seven, right? So then... Pink. I know you. Their pink is pink like. Pink is. We associate it with the green again. Yeah. It's um, a lot of unconditional love. Pink is also like nurturing, mother energy, feminine um, expression. You know, emotions. Orange is if you go back to the chakras, it's your sacral chakra. So orange is all about creativity and. It's related to your, or, and you can think about it in the body, it's related to your digestive organs and your sex organs. And then if you want to finish the chakras, blue is throat expression. And blue is also just super calming in a lot yeah. of ways. Like, that's another one that I recommend for people. Turquoise, I, you place between the, you know, your the throat and your heart. heart. It's your higher heart chakra. So it's a lot of, like, channeling energy and just connectedness. Then indigo is your third eye, which is intuition right and then violet is your crown chakra which is spirituality so you can change yeah. the light you yeah, have you the light. um is there music playing or you, I know you so Netflix there's an ipad or... yeah there's well it's an android tablet in each sauna so you can listen in a stereo so you can plug in your phone and listen to your own music you can listen to spotify pandora we have headspace oh. and netflix hulu totally up to you so how you, you want a sauna it you can watch like... a tv show or you can chill yeah it sounds like you walk in there and it's like do whatever you want yes and get this amazing like treatment of this heat that's gonna like penetrate your body and exactly make everything feel totally and it's so nice 
for me as a new mom, I don't have a lot of time to exercise or work out. And so I don't get that sweat from exercising recently, especially because I've had a long healing journey. So to get in the sauna and be able to just sit and relax, but also have these other deeper benefits is great. Especially I would think in the winter, it would just be such an amazing thing to do when it's, we're missing that light. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Infrared light is like when you, when you're on the beach and you just feel so happy and good, like that's infrared. Mm, So, um, it's definitely amazing to come. I mean, nothing replaces the sun. The sun is so amazing and magical and sunlight does such amazing things for us. I know it's kind of good and bad, like gotten a bad, yeah, exactly. Polarity. Right. Um, but it does feel really darn, darn good in the winter. Yeah. It feels so good. So self care. I said this to you before, when, yeah. before we started recording, I feel like what I've known of you is just, I would call it like the self care queen, just That's based on such a nice compliment <laughs> based on your story, like the stories, the things you sell in your store. I want to go into that, Yeah, but talk about a little, um, your self care routine maybe pre and post mom yeah that they are very different yeah so I got interested in self-care when I was preparing for my wedding and you know doing all the things that we think we're supposed to do to look perfect on our wedding days and mm-hmm. I kind of realized that um, along the way that it's not about that and I real like I realized all the benefits I was getting from investing more time and taking care of myself because I'm the typical New England girl that doesn't wear a lot of makeup or, you know, blow dry my hair every day. I'm very low key. But all of a sudden, when I started taking time to take baths and, you know, Epsom salt baths every once in a while and relax and go to a facial every once in a while and do infrared saunas, I realized how much it helped me connect with myself. Mm. And to me, self-care is really just an experiment. It's your experiment with yourself, how how to create the most self-love, how to create the happiest, healthiest version of yourself. It's really, it's the same thing as wellness or well-being. It's all your tools. It's your toolkit. Mm. So that's what we really aspire to be, is a place for you to come and... Um, Access and learn about new tools for your self-care and your well-being. Do you have a morning routine that you want to share? Everyone? In general, like I'm very, it, everything changes day to day, even before babies. And um, I do think that that's a really important part of realizing things about self-care is you can look on the web and Instagram and it looks like every single person is having their warm water with lemon every day and they're (laughs) not like it's okay if you don't it's okay if you miss a day of meditation it's not no one's like keeping score except for you so So having so that would lead me to my biggest self-care routine right now which is just having like self-compassion and self-grace so anytime that I get hard on myself or I feel stressed out that I just practice a lot of relaxing Mm. saying you know what you're doing your best just take it easy just being really kind to myself Mm -hmm. and changing a lot of those like I I was always really hard on myself so I've just slowly over time it does take time but and it's a muscle that you grow but reinforcing that positive loop in your brain where you're telling yourself happy positive things like you're doing it you're great it's okay (laughs) that kind of self-compassion and self-grace is my biggest thing right now um little things that I do every day 
is, you know, like wash my face. <laughs> There's like a few products that I love that I use. Like I love Vintner's Daughter right now. I love our Wild Care Hydrosols. I'm obsessed with the um, sandalwood one. A hydrosol is basically, it's like a toner. It's, you know, yeah. um, spring water with essential oils distilled into it. And I use their Palo Santo one in the morning to like, I spray it all around. I guess you'd say like my aura just around my body and it like, I can feel the cortisol lower in my body when I do it. It's mm. awesome. Other self-care practices, trying to take walks, trying to get to Pilates once a week. That's like the one exercise I've added back in that I love. And it's felt really good to do that. Pre-baby, oh my God. Pre-baby, so I have twins. I <laughs> was definitely like more, a little more regimented and I worked out a lot. I sauntered a lot. I think... Honestly, the most important self-care thing for me at the end of the day is self-work. It's working with whether it's a therapist or a life coach or, you know, doing journaling or manifestation or if you're really into astrology, it can take any form and it's taken like all those forms for me over the years. That is really what has led me to take the best care of myself. There's so many good messages in all of that. Um, Starting from... Yeah, don't pretend that everyone is following this crazy schedule and doing every single little wellnessy mm-hmm. health thing that you see. I think that's a very easy trap that we can fall into. Like, well, I need all the things. And I need to do them every day. Yeah. And if I don't, I'm not doing enough. I know. And like, I need 300 things in my smoothie, yeah. which is actually why I really love, like, I love so, yeah. Sarah and Jamie's um, Mykana Adaptogen yes. line because it's a blend where you can just do one little scoop and it has, like, all the different adaptogens that you want instead of, like, 30 jars. And, yeah. Like, two and it tastes like dirt at the end of it because exactly. you're like, these don't go together. Like, exactly. cacao powder and, like, whatever. <laughs> I've done that so many times where my smoothie is, like, brown and I'm like... Okay, there's so many good money. You know how much money is like in this smoothie? <laughs> like if you add it all up, oh, and no, then it's it tastes lot. like crap because you're not it's just overdoing it. Basically. Totally. Overdoing it. Totally done that. <laughs> and then also just I kind of from my perspective, um, wellness, this whole trend of health and wellness is something I'm getting really into. And I have the time and I have the space and I have the energy to kind of map out what that looks for me and like yeah. find what my self-care means and explore every avenue and I have all this time in the world and it's a great luxury but I would imagine going from that to then being married and then having a family and still wanting that same thing but then you kind of redefine it it's like okay I've done the work about kind of getting my baseline for what all these things are and I can kind of pick the ones that I need and then also be easy on myself because I also have two little ones to totally yeah like I guess you're right like my baseline is doing self-work so like journaling or talk I have like a bunch of different people I talk to guides <laughs> coaches that I talk to that's a good so tip. talking to them yeah like journaling don't do it alone I mean no oh my god I mean, why no one no one does it alone. no I mean you no need we all need like a sounding board it's so yeah we all need coaches mm-hmm. and friends and um so talking to those people every you know once a month every once in a while journaling meditating when I can getting in nature and also the other great thing about doing the self-work to kind of deprogram your limiting beliefs and your negative self-talk and a lot of that negativity that we all have in our minds and because of culture society how we were raised getting into a happier space helps when you have kids (laughs) because it makes you it helps like I feel like 
I have so much self-care just in like experiencing the joy of my babies every day like yeah there's so many like there's hard moments too when you've done a lot of when you're doing your self-care work um, anything from the journaling to the diet brushing or whatever when you're taking care of yourself you can be there and be present for those moments of joy and happiness and that just makes it so so much easier yeah and and those are the most valuable I mean it's what life's about thing in the world is being able to appreciate the moments that you have Mm -hmm. and I want to talk about the products outside and out in the front of your Mm -hmm. wellness boutique studio (laughs) haven whatever you want to call it they're so well there's so many different kinds of things that you offer here and they're so there's such a range of so such depth to them like they're like from like crystals to like you said dry brushing you have dry brushes out there you have tarot cards you have oil like everything Mm -hmm. how did you even begin to formulate that space like what was that like Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah, it was literally just like stuff that it was all about self-care. It helped me. I narrowed my focus in that. I focused on things that people could use in their Mm -hmm. daily lives. And then I focused on businesses run by women. So all of the products in our store are businesses run by women, sometimes in partnership with their husbands or other people, but they're all women-run, founded, um, and all based in the States, all in the U.S., and it was really ju- it it is a process of trial and error and most brands i was already using personally i f- literally find on like instagram i don't go to trade shows i don't you know use anyone else it's just kind of stuff that i feel like resonates with me and we're going to really constantly be changing it like we just got in a bunch of new lines um including like a cbd oil line mm. from this company verte essentials which is so cool and I just love meeting all of these incredible makers. Yeah. I love all the candles, especially we just made our own candle that smells so amazing. It's Palo Santo and cedarwood and Egyptian musk. It's like, oh, it smells amazing. That's so funny because I had this question. If you could have a never-ending candle that smelled like anything you wanted, what fragrance would it be? It would be our candle, <laughs> which we worked with Nanin. We carry their candles and we worked with them to design the fragrance. But wow. yeah, I love it. It smells amazing. I'm just such a sucker for everything Palo Santo. And then the last thing is you've also started a blog. Yeah. And what's that been like? I know I remember seeing your story and you were like, I don't know if this is even a thing, but I'm going to start this blog. And it's, you've had some pretty deep topics on there. That means so much because I literally just put it out there and I have no idea <laughs> if anyone reads it. And I can so relate I love much. that. Yeah, yeah. Right. I love that. It makes me feel really good that you actually read it because yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. I had never thought about starting a blog. I guess it had, you know, passed through my consciousness at times over the years. And when we started, and when I started Interlight, a lot of people say for your website to start a blog because it's good for SEO or whatever. And I was like, it didn't feel authentic. It didn't feel right. And then this winter, it was like February, and it was the first time I got out of the house. And I went and got a massage, and it literally just came to me. I was like, okay, you have to start a blog. And so I didn't actually get my act together because I had a long postpartum healing journey I was so overwhelmed in May I started writing and so I try to write one a week and I focus on wellness motherhood science I really try to do talk about stuff that I'm already I'm already doing all this like reading and research on my own because I love to learn and so 
it's really just been about kind of channeling that and sharing the stuff that I'm already doing. Um, yeah. So a lot of it's like really has a little bit of like sciencey background in it because I love to learn about that part, you know, behind all this well these wellness trends. And I try to interview different women around the area too, and different women who create products that we carry in our shop, which has been really fun too yeah. to dip my toe in that. It kind of sounds like a way to tie in everything that you're interested in yeah the people your self journey themes that are coming up in your life and then also have something to look back on and kind of watch yourself yeah it's gonna be probably so cool to look back in a year and be like oh my god yeah it's kind of good it's like journaling but it is totally a little more organized I guess my yeah it's like chicken scratch oh my god me too but I do love to write and it's funny because my first job out of college was in communications like I am a writer at heart so it's been really fun to just kind of write about different things and yeah see where it takes you yeah share yeah Yeah. I think it's I think it's important because it's you're creating not only the physical sauna and what that gives people but this this wellness space yeah that is so important and I think it's going to catch on like crazy (laughs) thank Um, you so much that means the world (laughs) of course oh my god I mean just walking in here and like this just the whole experience I think is really positive so where can people find you let's um talk so about you that. can find us at inner light so light spelled normally not we're not cutesy about it <laughs> i-n-n-e-r-l-i-g-h-t dash wellness.com and our instagram handle is at inner light wellness my personal instagram which I like share more like motherhood kind of stuff and day-to-day stuff is at k-e-j ingram i-n-g-r-a-h-a-m like a graham cracker perfect and you have a newsletter yeah we have a newsletter blog. once a month then i i publish the blog usually on wednesdays but i'll probably tie it in with our newsletter this week i don't like spamming people too much so um <laughs> that'll go out probably tomorrow or the next day but yeah like once a week i'm sorry once a month or once a week four times a month is yeah. when i usually blog Like, I had an episode going, like, once a week for, like, three and a half months, and then June, yeah, you didn't hear a peep from me. People started being like, are you still, are you still there? And I was like, hold on, going through some stuff, I guess. It didn't even occur to me that that much time had passed. It's just kind of, and I also think, to your point about just self-compassion is, you want to do this, but you have to be able to produce you have to be in the right mindset to kind of be creative and be authentic and like that that doesn't mean there's no schedule with that well this was very informative I learned a lot from you and um yeah just thank you for sharing all this with me and the listeners and I hope um you guys listening if you're local you're passing through Connecticut we're right off 95 yeah right off 95 just pop on over everyone in Fairfield County knows the Darien Sports Shop we're literally in the Darien Sports Shop parking lot so it's a super convenient location near Whole Foods yeah near Whole Foods Shake Shack too if that's your thing (laughs) but um it's honestly been such an honor thank you so much I really appreciate it and I'm so happy to be here with you me too this is awesome thanks Thank you, Kelly, for taking time out of your busy motherhood and business life to sit down with me and talk about inner light and self-care. I really love this episode, and um, I hope you guys did too. Head over to iTunes, looking for a few ratings from my lovely listeners, 
to get this podcast some traction on on Instagram, on iTunes. But yeah, Instagram, Naturally Nomadic, um, or you can look for Not Another Wellness Podcast. You'll find me there as well. And cheers. Next time I'll talk to you, it'll be broadcasting from Colorado. Um, Love you, Connecticut. I'll be back soon.